Hello, whoa, and welcome. This is the Art of Giving Up, your podcast for giving up bad ways, bad days, unfortunate habits, bad friends, bad food, sometimes just giving up because life is too hard, and as always, I'm your host, Steven. And as always, I'm sitting here again, by myself, all alone, because nobody loves me. Psych, I'm lying, I'm joined again, well, not again, but in the second seat, I'm blessed with the presence of, it's like, it's like Cher, Cheryl. <laughs> no applause, okay, I need, okay, we're going to kill the applause, folks, okay, we don't, <laughs> no, we don't, we don't need that here, okay, uh, all right, okay, welcome. Thank you. Welcome, welcome to the Art of Giving Up, <laughs> how you doing? Finally, yeah. Finally. Mm-hmm. Finally, you're so everybody. Special. Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much, mm-hmm. everybody else and their mom. You know, got a chance to be on your podcast. Oh with me. Oh, oh, the most. Yeah. Of, oh, so I'm pinching your cheeks. You're so important to me. Thank you matter you. so much, but you're nobody. <laughs> wow. I'm everything. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. As you've been here, when I recorded with Chandler and other folks, you know how this oh, goes. Chandler. Oh, Chandler. Chandler. <laughs> I know. Chan- who's Chandler? Who's Chandler? You mean Chandler Phillips, the amazing comedian, comedian from Las Vegas. Nevada, who just so happens to come to New York, work in the comedy circuit here, and just be absolutely hilarious, you got some big shoes to fill. <laughs> uh, so I want to thank you for being here with me. Thank you. So, Cheryl, since you're new here, mm-hmm. just tell us a little about yourself. So what, what is it? What is it you do? Uh, I've had on since you don't listen. I do. I've had on some mentally ill people. I've had on. Some bloggers. Mm-hmm. I've had on a comedian. I've had on, uh, you know, I've had on friends. But they all do things. What is the thing that you do? Um, I'm Cheryl. That's basically it. And you have opinions and ideas. I do, like everyone else. And you are a prolific writer oh. and poet okay. who's soon be published. <laughs> Thank you. you know I mean, yeah, maybe, possibly. Uh, what's the name of your... Uh, book coming that's coming out and i don't know what the name of it is well yeah i haven't come up with it i feel like that should be like the last thing that i do i mean other the than writing it thing. well which is I mean, pretty much done right it's pretty much done but it's gonna be like the last thing so, that i do you know promise that when it's done you're gonna come back on we're gonna we're gonna plug your book bro <laughs> we're gonna plug your book we're gonna get you some sales man we're gonna no. get you some sales I'm not sure if your audience would be interested in anything that I'm writing. In your amazing poetry? Gotcha. <laughs> All right. So I know <clears throat> we're here. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is coming out on September 11th. And you told me you don't want to talk about September 11th. I don't. But too bad. But the main reason is because mm-hmm. uh, I've been doing this. And this is like the third September 11th that this podcast will have been going on during. Mm-hmm. And the first year I did like a little thing. And then last year I just played it again. And I was going to do that this year, but I decided instead to have you on. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I thought that maybe one of the things I was having a lot of trouble with was emotionally dealing with it. I, I don't know. It just stresses me out to think about if you listen to that podcast, you then you'll know that I have a lot of personal history and uh, things that are involved in, in, in that horrific day, mm-hmm. you know, that we will never forget. And I thought that maybe it would, I don't know, kind of be awesome to have someone there to talk to who is awesome and caring and open and, you know, 
And so that's why you're on. You're different than I feel like I've had a comedian on and I've had all these things on, but I feel like you do a very good job of being like, um, like, you know, like a bowl and, and like a pensive from like Harry Potter. And I could like talk to you and I can spill my thoughts into you because you're really cool and you're like, you're very chill about those things. So that's why you're here, <laughs> you know, but we're going to have to you a little bit too. Cause how long has it been since that? Wow, I don't even know what year it is. It's 2019, so it's been like 18 years. It's been 18 years. Almost. Wow. Do you remember where you were? Wait. Yeah. How many years? That 2001. Yeah. Is that getting 10 years? What? Is that getting 10 years? Yeah. It's been two decades. Almost, Almost two decades. decades. Yeah. <laughs> do you remember anything about that day? I do. I was actually in elementary school. And my grandma came to pick me up from school, and I was like, "Oh, cool," because I don't want to be here. And <laughs> but then she said, "Oh, well, yeah, we don't know what they're gonna be do. We don't know what's going on. We don't know what they're gonna do. We thought that they were gonna attack the schools." And I'm like, "What is she talking about?" You know? And I'm just like, "Okay." I at the time, I honestly didn't even know like what the twin towers were, and that's what people kept saying the twin towers. I was like, "What is that?" I thought they were like um, those huge. Um, <laughs> those huge things that like from factories that like bell smoke like i thought oh yeah, yeah, yeah i like, thought like, like yeah. who the fuck i mean sorry who cares about that being destroyed i'm sorry that's okay like you know and i was like what the fuck? what's going on so i get home and it's just like this huge thing and i'm still unsure of what's going on and my grandma keeps going to the window and looking out the window i'm like what is the problem but you were in queens I'm not I trying to... No, no, it wasn't that. She wasn't trying to see it. She was waiting for my mom to come home. Sorry. And my mom, we hadn't had any contact with my mom at all. And she worked kind of close to there, but not necessarily. Uh, so she kept worrying. And she kept looking out the window to see if my mom was coming home. And uh, my mom did not contact us. And then she finally came home. And, you know, and everyone was just, like, sitting in the kitchen. And they were just, like, you know... No one was really sure of what actually... Like, the news reports, like, for literally ever had the replaying of the the video over and over again right but i mean i don't feel like my family was really sure what exactly happened except for my mom kind of because she was kind of there she kind of had to like i don't know i try i kind of forgot what i mean she was dusty i don't know how i don't even know because it's just like but she was in manhattan she was in manhattan yeah like, like lower she was the going, town yeah she was going to work Right, and she said that she had to run, and then she got on this bus, and then the bus was like driving on the sidewalk and all this stuff. Yeah, I, I was just like, "Yo, I need to talk to you. We need to have your mother on." This is no, please, yeah, no, please, no. I don't think she wants to relive that. Um, but yeah, and I still, uh, as a child, I just really didn't understand what was going on. So mom was like, she started crying. She was really upset. So of course, I started crying, and but I just didn't know what I was crying about. You know, uh, so. As time progressed, you know, every September 11th, you know, they would always have these news specials and stuff like that. And I just, I mean, up until being an adult, I didn't really understand, like, just the severity of the situation. Because I just was just like... Until, so, like, how old are you again? I'm not telling you. I'm 27. All right. So now you think <laughs> about this. Like, we're not actually that far apart in age, right? Mm-hmm. So it's not really, it's not offensive or strange that you don't really know what happened that day because you were, I was like 13 or 12 or 13 mm-hmm. and like you were like in single digits. Right, yeah. You know. Well, 
Yeah. Yeah, you were in the single digits. I was in third grade. You were in third grade. No. Right? Was I in third grade or fifth grade? I think e- I was in third grade. Either way, you was a baby. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think it's so interesting because I was old enough. And so I guess it's okay for me to visit, revisit the story. And I've told you the story before, but, you know, just because that's what this is, I'll tell you again. Mm-hmm. Um, my mother had been working for the Port Authority for a while and her job was pretty steady and secure. And so what ha- happened was, is that her ex-boyfriend Lloyd, her at the time boyfriend, he actually lived like two blocks away from where we are right now. He, um, he was going to help her move on September 11th. But so we went to her job on the 10th. I remember I had a Big Mac. Um, I had, I went downstairs and they, I saw they had, uh, cause I remember like, for like my birthday, like two years before that, we went to the 13 store, which is in the like, which was in like the, the, the promenade thingy, whatever it's called, that's under the, the World Trade Center. And it's like stores and stuff, like a little concourse level. And I went to like, you know, but I remember the day before I had a Big Mac. And I remember they had these cool phones and they had the internet, they had screens on them. And I was like, whoa, they have phones with the internet. And I remember they had just done construction and finished the elevators, so the elevators were brand new. And I remember we went up to her floor. We went to we got lunch in this bum cafeteria, and we go up to like the little office where the cubicles are and stuff like that. And she put stuff there, like her Temptations CD set in the door, CD set, and her beeper and some things that I gave her that she cared about because she was moving, but she didn't want to put them in storage. She wanted to hold on to like the gifts I'd given her and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I remember looking out the window and looking at the little people. And I had a flashback to like six years before that when I was with a church group and me and one of the people that we were walking. And actually, you know, in reality, because what I was talking about, it couldn't have been more than a year before that. And I remember on September 10th, like probably early that year, walking with my church group. And I was talking to the other guy whose name I don't remember. And we were talking about like, what if something happened to the towers, right? How would, if you had to fall out of the towers, right? It's like, oh, if you fell, what kind of car would you want to fall on? One of those <laughs> old um, old metal cars or like one of those <coughs> new fiberglass cars. And we were just like, what would happen? What would happen, you know? And I remember the day just sitting there and being like, wow, like a plane. I see all these planes like flying low and see all these people down there. It's like, wow. So the next day, right, you know, my mother's like, oh, we you know, Oh, uh, Lloyd can't help us move. And you know what? Instead of going to work, I was going to take you to work, but we're just going to stay home. So I was watching Sabrina, Teenage Witch, uh, the cartoon on Channel 9. And at about 8.50 something or whenever, you know, I remember the TV went like kind of staticky. And I was like, yo, what happened? But I watched it. And then I was weird. I, I was like, oh, man, you know what's coming on today? You know what's coming on? The um, first episode of the Tyra Banks show. Wow. So I turned to channel 11 and literally she's like, hey, y'all, it's Tyra Banks. And then all of a sudden, boom, it's the news. And I'm like, mommy, I'm like, mommy, look, your building's on fire. Your job's on fire. And I actually, I've seen it many times since then, but I actually didn't see the second plane hit because I went to the hallway to tell my mother and I was like, oh, yeah, mommy, look. She was like, wow. She's like, whoa, that's crazy. And I turned around and my mother screamed at the top of her lungs. Because on live TV, she saw the second plane smash into the building, you know? And I remember, like, the TV eventually went out because we didn't have, like, a, you know, 
and like my grandfather called and it's really weird because i remember the next day when we did move and i remember like every i remember carrying up me and dale carrying a refrigerator up six flights of stairs i remember because the elevator was broken in a new building and i remember like carrying all these things but i don't remember thinking about it like i remember the day of like it was so beautiful and nice and i remember when it happened i went outside to see if i could smell it or see what was going on because i was like mm. you know like i saw buildings on tv i watched them fall so i go and i'm like yo it's just so calm and nice and then we moved to the bronx or whatever and i just remember like that day but not anything else and then we moved into a building where my mother had friends there and i remember going down to the apartment and watching the news and on every channel except cartoon network no i think except food network they were showing like the footprints is burning and burning and like they were talking about bodies and all this stuff or whatever but then like after like two weeks they finally well you know my memory is not correct because they I was kind of young. For a long time. Yeah, but like my memory is about this and that, right? Because actually, I think the trains were running a few days after. Mm-hmm. They were just skipping the stops, but I don't. I wasn't going anywhere, so I don't really know. But I remember finally getting on the train to go see my grandfather in Brooklyn, and I'm sitting on the train, and it had to be I think the two or three because no. It had to be the four. It had to be the four because I was living on one six seven, and so the four goes past the World Trade Center stop, and another stop. I think uh, I forget what it starts with S. And so what would happen is that the train would slow down, mm-hmm. and it would like crawl past these stops, just you know because it's a precaution. And I remember. That the train was so quiet. No one was talking. No one was reading books. And it's not like... No, there was no phones or nothing, you know. But you would still have energy. People talking. Maybe laughing. But I remember just like... The feeling. And I don't remember... Actually being with my grandfather or anything like that. But I remember... Just like the feeling... Of like the weight. And I remember... Smelling and being like... Am I smelling dead bodies? Like I'm trying to... I remember sitting there feeling that way and then of course because of the towers blah 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 my mother they moved her job to jersey then she lost her job and then we we had a lot of trouble living in that place you got another job but it wasn't paying enough and ever since then it's been just like very difficult and that day had like a really hard large impact on my life personally but like looking back it's very interesting to have you on because you don't even remember how different the world was before 9-11 the world was a completely different place. It doesn't seem like it, but like when I go into the train station and I see like the cops sitting there with the little tables and their little bomb detecting wand things, or when you get on a plane and you have to like take your shoes off, when you read the news and you see how like these people have like, you know, these politicians are bending the law, breaking the law, you know, to protect you. But really, by by like alienating or like casting your rights aside, you know, the world we live in now is just so different. And I just think it's so interesting 
how that one thing happened and it set all these things into motion you know and so like I find 9-11 to just be terrible and I finally went to um the footprints or whatever and it was like beautiful and I was like oh and it's like water pools where the towers used to be and it's like little names on people's birthdays their relatives come and they put flowers well actually I think the city might do it like whenever somebody's birthday there's flowers put in the name but then they also put like the oculus which is like a mall it looks ugly it's like this big spiny thing <clears throat> it's like big spines I should show you it's like white and it's like <coughs> imagine imagine a spiny porcupine building in the middle of like industrial buildings you know it's like it's like fucking modern art in the middle of like you know tall towers and shit and the roof opens and like it's slippery and shiny inside and somebody died because they fuck because you ever think when you go to a mall and you see like the barriers low right like how come people don't die somebody died because the barrier is low and they fell over you know but like (laughs) it's a random like tangent but like you know I don't really go there. I don't even like that part of the city. And then when I was working in the village, I used to always look at the tower and be like, it's so pretty. But then, like, on New Year's and stuff, I don't like being on the train because I'm just, like, traumatized. Yeah. And I think I'm going to die. Yeah. And it's very unlikely. But it feels like but it. It's, it's still very scary sometimes. It's just very scary. Like, I feel bad. But I hate taking the train anyways. But I feel bad because sometimes, I'm going to be real, I see people with, like, huge bags and stuff. And not to say that, like, oh, he has a bomb because he has a huge bag or she has a bomb, whatever. It's just, like, I get fucking, like... It's okay. We're explicitly rated. Like, paranoid as shit. Like, I was like, oh, fuck. Like, what does he have in that bag? Like, what is in that bag? Like, I just want to get off the train. Like, I just want to get off the train. I feel like it's going to, like, blow up or some shit. I know it's kind of, like, unreasonable to think. But I just feel like... I guess, really terrorized. Like, okay, um, before, like, you know, earlier in the week, or was it, like, last week? So I was supposed to be going to this thing with my friend, and, well, I did go. But the main reason why I didn't want to go is not because I'm, like, socially awkward and, you know, I don't dance or whatever the case is. Is literally because I thought someone was going to come in and just randomly shoot up the place. And I know it sounds crazy, but that's what I'm afraid of. And sometimes even when I go to school, like, or when I did, or whatever. It's just like I always, I like, I would always be like, okay, so if something happened, how could I get out? Like, where would I go? And I always like end up just like looking for exits before I do anything else, which is I know it sounds like insane, but that's what I do because I'm just so <laughs> kind of paranoid, and it sucks because I don't want to be that way. But living in the world that we live in right now it's kind of like for me impossible not to be that way but that's the thing that kills me is like the world we live in today is not really different than the like pre-9-11 world you know Mm. it's not really different Mm. i mean except for the fact that like they won't let you go in the cockpit anymore because like was that ever a really good idea it it never was (laughs) i don't know why they even allowed anyone but like uh and they didn't lock the door and stuff i was like what the yeah like why but like the thing is that, like, all your things you're talking about, that's all, like, post-9-11 thoughts. Because, you like, you know, here's the thing, right? 
it's unlikely for someone to go into a place and shoot you up. I it, hate when people say that. Feel, it, it feels like it's not, but I, I promise you, I I'm not. That. I'm too lazy to pull up statistics right now. But trust me, you're more likely to trip stop, right just now. Stop. And I hate fall when people say stuff like that. Because like, the because it. the reality is is that we're really traumatized and they win. Okay, but this okay, is how but they win. You, okay, that's listen. If I'm traumatized, right? Yeah, they win. I don't give a fuck. I'm still like it's just like okay. What else to do? Not be traumatized. Well, no, no, not not be scared that, by these you have things. To be, no, because the thing is, is that I'm, not, I'm scared too. Right, but but I know better, and you have to you have to not. Well, let that's me. why I went. Yeah, it's not like I'm so traumatized that I'm just not going to live my life. I'm not yeah. going to do what I want to do. I still went. Yeah, yeah I was yeah. still kind of paranoid, but like fuck that. Like what else to do? Cancel or you know spend my money and then not go to something because I'm afraid that someone's going to come and shoot the place up. I can't live my life like mm-hmm. that. And I won't live my life like that. Did I ever tell you about the the day of the Aurora shooting? I had gotten tickets to see Batman like in for, like that weekend mm-hmm. with like my friend, and you know I was in school, I was in college, and I remember like everybody's like, "Oh, this guy went and he shot all these people," mm-hmm. and I remember we were in the movie theater, and like everything made me like so scared. Even though, like, if you break things down logically, you're like, this guy in Aurora, Colorado went to some movie theater where he was able to exit the back. Mm-hmm. He was able to pop the door open, get weapons to come back in. That does not really work here because of the way, because the, the way our theaters are actually physically organized. Okay. Yeah. Cause once you close the exit door to this, oh, I don't know. No, 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 no the... because he came and he went out the emergency exit. Right. But it would go off. Like... It would go off. It would just go off. Uh-huh. Okay. You know what I mean? And then also he would have had like, cause New York's theaters are weird. He would have had to go downstairs and out the building. Do all of them have stairs? Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, no. it, well, even the one in Queens. It yeah, but yeah. when you go out, right? Yeah. There's the stairs and you can't get back into that door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he propped it open, but you would know. Right. Like, yeah, it's, a, it's know. a different, yeah. you know, so it's less likely, but it doesn't change the fact that when I went to the movie theater, I was scared. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, honestly, he could just, he doesn't have to fucking prop the back door open he could come in through the regular doors and not with a huge ass gun like yeah. but he could yeah. still shoot people yeah. um also like and i you know it's very scary because like i'm not like into islamic or anything like that mm-hmm. but like i remember being on the train it's like arab dude and like he's living his life yeah and i feel so shitty about it right he's living his life right and, and he had like this package this <laughs> big package and <laughs> it's on one end of the car yeah he gets up and walks away from it and walks to the other end of the car. I would be so but Here's the thing, though. Just because there was only one map on that one car. Oh. And he was just looking for the map. Well, then take your package and with it's you. And it's not. No, it was big. It was big. It was a big package. Why? No, I, I know. I move big things on the train, too. Because okay. me and my mother moved on the train. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I feel bad. But, like. I don't feel that bad because I didn't like spit on him right. and I didn't yell terrorist, you know, <laughs> but these things traumatize us. Like I was on the train one time and I just felt like the train was moving too fast and I was so fucking scared. I just felt like the train was, I just felt like, oh my God, why is the train going so fast <laughs> right now? You know, and we really need to not let these things hurt us and hinder us to hold us down. We don't need these, we don't need to let these things like be so pervasive so so just in our lives because like you know mm. even before that right people you know and, and again i'm directly impacted by the lot of the 9 11 
everybody I know was directly impacted by it. But conversely, like Oklahoma City bombings, the original attacks in 93, all these things have happened. And we live and we're still living. We're still making these things happen. And yes, we're in a different age where like gun violence overall is down significantly but people going into public places and shooting people is massively up yeah. you know what i mean so like you're less likely to get shot but like if you do you might be in a group and it's like it, it's scary it is scary but we have to do whatever we can i think to like you to... you can't just be like okay well you know all these people are shooting these places up so i'm just never gonna go outside of my house again to avoid being shot but i mean you can't avoid being shot even if I mean, you know i mean like i don't know like that's not really i guess if you stayed in your house you wouldn't get shot but then what are you doing i mean you have to you live yeah. you have to live anyway like, you just have to live i mean if it's time that sounds like shit but like if it's your time to go then it's i guess it's just your time to go and that's it so now that you're older and that you've been educated about and you know about 9-11 mm-hmm. and you know I don't know, because you were too young so at the time. And for me, it's very personal. Very, very personal. For you, it's not so much personal. How do you, I don't know, what do you think about it? I don't know what you think about it. That's interesting. I can't say that I think anything about it. I can say that I'm more, like, afraid of it than I, than I like, actually think about it. Like, you know, like, I don't, I'm more paranoid because of it i don't think anything about like clearly yes it was terrible of course i wouldn't like i wouldn't want anything like that to happen ever again but i don't think about it i feel like but i i mean the time i think about it is literally like when someone makes a really bad 9-11 joke and it's not funny at all. But not, not that any are funny. But you know the really offensive ones? Like, when people on 9-11 are like, Happy 9-11! Like, that shit is not funny. I don't know. Wait, somebody says that? Pe- yes! People... S- Sorry. <laughs> yes, people... Yes, they do. Not, like, in real life. Like, no, I'm just... Those gonna approach and be like, happy... But people do word. say... Yes. It's like... You know what, and though? it's like, it's not fucking funny. I can't I even imagine it. going, Hey, man, happy 9-11, dude. That's not even the thing, like, let's be positive about, you know, 9-11. Let's pretend that, you know, not even pretend, but, like, let's be like, let's just no, try to... Never forget, you, right? never turning around. Right, but you can't make a joke out of it. It's not a joke. It's never funny. I don't understand that shit at all. And hold so, on, hold on, hold on. I wish Chandler were here, because... It's not fucking funny. Hold on. I don't think 9-11's funny. Right. But it could be funny. It's not. Hold fu- on, wait, wait, wait. Nine Eleven itself is not really funny, but there are like jokes and like, for example, there's this one guy who this is a story I heard is probably not true mm-hmm. about a guy who's cheating on his wife, and he worked in the towers, right? And she thought he died, and she called him, and she was like, "Are you okay?" He was like, "Yeah, I'm just at work." Oh fuck! That's <laughs> <laughs> not a joke though. That's just no, him being. But it's, no, but it's a funny. It's, it's kind of a joke that I make it up. Maybe I did. That would make it a joke. It's related to 9-11. Now, I'm not saying, like, woo, terrorists fighting planes. The, you know, that's not, woo, that's not funny. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But there's definitely a little humor in everything, you know? I feel like I'm arguing for, like, 9-11 jokes. I'm not arguing for 9-11 jokes. Yeah. I'm arguing for, like, 9-11 adjacent jokes. Like, next to 9-11. Mm-hmm. Like, 9-10. Mm-hmm. 
her. You like you see that's funny. That's and that's and that's a nine eleven joke. When someone's walking around saying happy, not walking around, but when someone like online or some shit is like, oh wow, happy nine eleven guys. Like it's just like what the fuck? What is it? Phil can't melt still beans. Yeah, yeah. Like I mean, it's just like okay. Like I just feel like to everyone who lives here or to everyone in general, nine eleven can never be anything else but the Twin Towers. Like, I just feel like when you say 9-11, I, if you say you were going to do something really great on 9-11, like, you are going to go and you were going to, like, I don't know, um, and the, just something, do something really positive. Mm-hmm. The moment you say 9-11, it's just like... And you don't even know, because, like, you actually have no idea, mm-hmm. because, like, the World Trade Center still exists, and it's still a very important part of, like, New York, Yeah, but its role has changed. Right. Because the, before that, the World Trade Center... You see, the World Trade Center is comprised of nine buildings, okay? Mm-hmm. And, you know, like they say, whatever happened to Building 7, blah, 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 because that building also fell as a whole conspiracy theory thing. Mm-hmm. That area now exists. I know somebody who worked in the new World Trade Center, like a sushi place, and people still work there and stuff. But it was more than what it is now. It was such a, such a beacon of, like, just like whatever the city is, it's like here are these big ass ugly buildings. They weren't ugly. They were pretty fucking ugly. They were designed. They were, they were designed in the late sixties, early seventies. They came up in the the mid to late seventies, and they were out of date visually by the mid eighties. But oh, in the, movies and stuff, they make them look really gorgeous. But that's because the world is like kind of different. But really, they're big square buildings, like okay. a big square grave. They look, like, you know. I'm not saying that like the world's ugliest, but it's not like really sexy buildings, you know. But like they were so big, and it was like you could from here, from my house, from my house, you could you could look and you could see them. Mm-hmm. That's how like they were just so large. You know what? I'm sure from where I live, I could have seen them. I just never saw them or never noticed them, and then they were mm, gone. No. no, yes, I can. Yes, because I can see it now. You can see the lights. Yeah, I can see the building. Can you? Yes. Oh, you probably just never looked. I guess I just never yeah, noticed them. Right. And then as we were coming home, on the whatever. Um, oh no! Yeah, I you see, you see all Manhattan. So here's the thing, but you have no idea even how like important and crazy like, and that's why the Freedom Tower, which and it's it's also kind of a little ugly, mm. is really like a big middle finger. You know, it's like you blow up our towers. Fuck you. We're gonna build a bigger tower. Well, we didn't. Technically, it's bigger. The spire. No. You know what it's like? It's like, fuck you, I built a bigger building. But I'm gonna make it really hard for you to get <laughs> the plane. Like, you know. <laughs> that was a nine eleven joke and you laughed. Okay, <laughs> You're a bad I person. Guess. No, yeah. but you know when I guess it's just like just saying happy nine eleven like you're That's saying. That's such like, a, it's terrible a holiday. Thing. It's not a fucking That is not even it's funny. It's not funny no. in the slightest. And then you have oh. all those stupid videos of those dumb meme videos that like have something like someone kicks a ball or something and the ball flies into the twin towers and it blows up. Oh my god. <laughs> like, you mean yo, like the Hulk Hogan the Hulk Hogan doing the drop kick to the all those there's what is so that? many of them. It's really, it's just I find like, it very offensive. It is of course yeah, because it is offensive. Sorry, it is. That's what it is. It's not fucking funny. Or they have like somebody like falling down a flight of stairs and then they somehow magically fly. Into You've the seen more side. of these than I have. Yeah, well, I'm just saying. Yeah, you're a bad person. I'm not a bad. I don't, I never laugh at them. I think they're not funny. Uh-huh. Sure. But, um, sure you don't. Yeah. Uh-huh. So. So it sucks. But listen. It does. 
It's good though. But you know what doesn't suck? What? The fact that I feel like you didn't go there that day. You yeah. know? And I feel like I don't know what would have happened to you if you went. Right? I don't think I would have ever met you. Maybe you know so I'm gonna say Man. You're good. I appreciate you. Yeah. We live in a crazy crazy strange world we live in a world where it's hard we live in a world with like so much pain and loss but we're all like very fortunate to be here right now and i feel very fortunate to be here with you right now i'm very happy that I finally had you on the podcast because you mean the world to me okay i mean the world I'm oh, sorry. That was so bad. That was so bad. That was horrible. I'm sorry. You know, but that see, but that is what. You know, oh my Chandler god! I'm your World Trade Center. You're so. Right, I'm sorry. Anyway, that's bad. Okay, I'm that's sorry. what me and Chandler that's were talking about. At, Everything can be a little I funny. It's not with, funny. Hold though. on. With context, nope. listen, listen, listen. Uh-huh. Everything is good. It's not good because listen, we're still here. And no matter what, the people who try to take away our rights, the people who try to terrorize us, they don't win. You know why? Because we're here. That's why I want to thank you. I want to thank you mm-hmm. for joining me on this, what, our journey of growth and self-improvement. Mm. Do you have any, oh, you don't have any social media for anybody to follow you on. I don't. Well. I do technically, but I don't. Yeah, no. <laughs> so I guess if anybody wanted to reach me you know of don't. course of course don't. of course facebook art of giving up instagram da no facebook no, you, can, you confuse me facebook <laughs> is the art of giving up instagram is art of giving up twitter is da art of giving up <laughs> and gmail is art of giving up podcast <laughs> at gmail.com and so i want to thank you seriously oh man this is awesome this is awesome this is awesome. I, mean, yeah. I really hope that we get to do this I don't again. Think this is an appropriate way to close out. It is. With, it is. It's not appropriate to close out with love, I with mean, hope, because, you know, is there anything else? No, right? There's terrorists. You. Why do you wait to the? Why do you wait to the end to get so to get so terrible? It's not terrible. It's. It's you're terrible. It's you're, true. You're I'm sorry. Okay, it's person. true. There was a terrorist in my house. <laughs> there really was, though, and they arrested him. You should have told them. Oh, it's too oh, late. Shit. It's too late. Yeah, okay, well. It's too late. Well, mm-hmm. this has been The Art of Giving Up. I'm your host, Steven. I'm Cheryl. What was that? I'm your host, Steven. I'm Cheryl. And like always, we're all striving towards, moving towards, driving towards one thing and one thing only. What's that? Peace. That's how you don't listen. You don't say. You just say with me. Come on. That's so okay. Peace. It's strange what desire will make foolish people do.